Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So today, we're going to talk about the midterms. And we're going to talk about the Democratic Party's strategy to win in the midterms. And what that has to do with Trump and putting Republicans on the spot and Trump's rhetoric. And most importantly, what it has to do with Schumer's recent announcement about marriage equality. Okay, so the Republican Party, going into the midterms, the plan was simple. Embrace Trump's rhetoric, but leave Trump out of it. Keep him on the sidelines. Don't let him get out there. And just focus on repeating the rhetoric that resonates with the MAGA faithful and going on the attack, talking about Biden, talking about the economy, doing anything they can to run a negative campaign. That was the plan. The problem is Trump doesn't care about their plans because Trump doesn't actually care about the Republican Party. Trump cares about Trump. So he won't stay on the sidelines. He's making statements. He's getting in trouble. He's using that rhetoric. And then Republican candidates have to support that rhetoric. Otherwise, they will alienate the MAGA faithful. So the Democratic strategy is simple. Goad Trump. Get Trump fired up so he says wild things. So the Republican Party, the candidates, they get out there and defend him. And they look silly to, well, most people. That was, in my opinion, that was the purpose of uh, Biden's speech that has become a topic of conversation. It's why he did it, and it worked. Um, but that's only part of the plan. Part of the plan is just let Trump speak. The other part is put Republicans on the spot when it comes to the policies that inevitably come from the extreme rhetoric of the MAGA faithful. Okay, this is where marriage equality comes in. Schumer made an announcement. A vote on marriage equality will happen on the Senate floor in the coming weeks, meaning before the midterms. Okay, so do they have the votes to get it through? Nobody knows because they didn't try. They didn't get out there and try to push it because the goal here is uh, win-win for them. The, the goal is to either get the Republican Party to go on record against it and energize another demographic that heavily leans towards the Democratic Party so they show up in the midterms and they create those unlikely voters. Or 10 Republicans say, sure, we're going to go for it. And they get it through. If it doesn't go through, they have the, the talking point. They can get out there and say, we got it through in the House. We tried to get it through in the Senate. Biden would sign it, but we don't have enough votes in the Senate. You need to show up for the midterms. Vote these people out. We've already proven that we're willing to put this legislation forward.
That's the plan. And it's going to work um, as far as putting Republicans on the spot. You already have Republicans uh, amending their stated positions on this topic. They will probably do it with other stuff as well. Trying to get them to support their rhetoric to show the American people what policies await them if the Republicans retake control. So you may actually see things about student debt and see them talking about it, trying to get them to interfere with it because the American people need to know where they're at. Rather than allowing the Republican Party just to run a negative attack campaign, they have to defend their policies or lack thereof. It's a smart move, and if they can, if they can do it, it'll probably work. You have a lot of demographics that are already energized because of Supreme Court rulings, because of them allowing Trump to retake control of the party and get out there and be the front person. He drives negative voter turnout. People don't want Trump. He's already rejected. So them lining up behind him again just sends a message to the independents, to the centrists, that the Republican Party still hasn't learned its lesson. They're going to continue down the authoritarian road. So they're going to have to reject him again. Um, there's a whole bunch of things that they can use in this light. And they probably got the idea from what happened with the PACT Act. That's probably where it came from. Uh, and then there's no downside for them. The only way the Republican Party can really defeat this strategy is to not back up their rhetoric and to vote in favor of the legislation, in which case they win. They've, they've pushed that piece of legislation through. And sure, it may do less to energize their base, but they get a major piece of legislation through. And, I mean, in this case, the, the marriage equality thing, it, it's, it's a basic thing that needs to happen. So they actually get to do some good for a change. Um, you know, they actually get to put forth legislation that makes it through, that advances civil rights. And that's an area where this country needs a couple wins right now because we're seeing them chipped away in furtherance of an authoritarian agenda. So that's the strategy. And there's not a whole lot the Republican Party can do to disrupt it. Now, whether or not it actually drives that unlikely voter turnout and increases Democratic turnout, well, we won't know until Election Day. But the strategy is sound, and there's no real downside as far as the actual politics. Whether it works to motivate the base, we're going to have to wait and see. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.